Hi, ladies. Welcome back to Juicy Femininity for Black Girls. I am your host, Latanya Carla, and in this episode, I will be sharing 10 myths about the Level Up movement that I think really needs to be dispelled. So over the past few months, there have been a lot of controversy online, mostly on YouTube, um, that has crossed over to other social media um, around and about Black women who want to level up. And the pushback from men, specifically Black men, on what that should look like, right? Now, before I jump into the meat of this episode, I want to give a little disclaimer that I'm not going to spend this time debating who's right or wrong, but I will say this. Um, I think that as women, and I say women only because that is who this podcast is for and who I create content for, um, I think we need to avoid the need to clap back at every triggering thing that is said about us because we cannot change people's mind. We can only change ourselves. I've said and other women who talk about femininity have said how important it is to move in silence, yet here we are defending ourselves to no avail and kind of feeding into the tropes about Black women. It's a distraction. We don't need to prove we're right. We need to let our actions and decisions speak for themselves. Okay, so in this episode, I really want to discuss some of the myths that I'm seeing and hearing and where and when it comes to the level up movement, if you will. So last week I talked about how to use your feminine energy to level up and how we defined leveling up at Juicy Feminine Woman. So if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to check that out. Um, Check that out first and then come back to this episode. So let's dive in, shall we? Be marriage-minded. So the first myth is the assumption that feminine energy and hypergamy are synonymous. Cultivating your feminine energy and wanting to be hypergamous are not the same thing. And while feminine energy doesn't require you to be hypergamous, hypergamy may require femininity from a traditional and external standard, but not from the intrinsic definition of femininity. And I went into like the whole difference of the external versus the uh, internal definitions of femininity as we use them. I think that there are just so many people are using these terms, but nobody's really defining these terms as to what they mean in the context of how they're using them. And so I feel like it's important here on this podcast and on, you know, any of my platforms to really be clear of what I'm speaking about when I talk about femininity. And so, um, Hypergamy is one of the benefits of being more feminine. And and I don't know, and I mean that only because, you know, if you're a feminine dominant woman, right? And and you're gonna attract masculine dominant men only because, you know, of the yin and yang of feminine and masculine and that they attract the opposite. So I think that 
hypergamy is a benefit to that if you find a masculine dominant man who you know is open to that too i think that's more about a choice and like a way of thinking and a and, and a lifestyle more than it is um more than it is sorry about that more than it is the definition of what it means to be feminine or masculine. So I have no issues with hypergamy. Let me be clear. I consider myself hypergamous, but um, I just because I do doesn't necessarily mean that um, that makes me feminine. <laughs> or, you know, that be, if I am a feminine woman, that that makes me hypergamous. You know, so I think that we need to if we're talking about one or the other, that it needs to be clear that those are different things. And I get why, you know, they have become interchangeable because when you're thinking about, so the next one that I'll, that I want to mention is using tips, tricks, and tactics to hook a man with money is not leveling up. I've seen a lot of content lately that um, is trying to strat give strategy on how to get the ring and how to do these, you know, things that are kind of harmful or are harmful because it's making the assumption that men don't have, well, the man that you want, type of man who would have, you know, money and um would not be clear on what he wants as well, right? And I feel like it's all based on a lack mindset and not abundance, right? When we're talking about energy and we're talking about leveling up, I think about, you know, moving to a higher vibration and a higher frequency in life and and really attracting abundance and shifting your mindset to a growth and success mindset, right? And so when we're talking about um, leveling up or we're talking about finding a man and using, you know, tricks and tactics to, to do so, it isn't coming from a mindset of attraction and abundance. I believe the feminine level up is about cultivating a mindset and energy that attracts. It's about what you put out and if you're putting out manipulation, then that's what you you will attract, you know. And we've seen that. Like, I feel like when you see a lot of the, the content that's, well, this kind of going back and forth between men and women online, a lot of that has been men saying certain things and women saying certain things. And there being a pushback from both sides. And then this kind of like fight that's going on, Right. We've attracted that that to us. And but and if we can't take accountability for that, then we're lost in this journey because accountability seems to be the thing that's lacking on both ends. And so, you know, we need to not be fighting, but necessary, but really seeing how we're attracting the same thing. And if and and if we're gonna if we're putting out low vibe energy by by t- telling women how to, you know, use tactics and tricks then we're going to attract like vibe energy, that, that low vibe energy from men who are also putting out tactics and tricks on how to, you know, manipulate women. So we have to be careful on, you know, how we present this. 
and how we talk about it. The next thing I want to talk about is that um, it's about giving, right? We've, we've heard a lot about receiving, and I think that receiving, women um, learning to receive is so important. Like, I do, and I talk about this a lot in Feminine Finesse Academy because it is something that we have been conditioned not to be able to do. Like we've been conditioned to give a lot of ourselves and and not know how to receive. But I think that giving is just as important as receiving. Receiving is what we, we what we're hearing about more and what we're talking about more because it's a piece that we have lacked for a long time. But it doesn't mean that giving is bad, right? Everything's a balance, right? So I think giving is just as important as receiving. And things like nurturing and service are are giving. Those are part of giving. Giving is not just about resources. Like you don't have to always just give in resources like money and things like that. But you can also give in service and help and support and nurturing, right? And that is something that comes to us through our feminine energy. And if you're concerned about being giving and you're concerned about, you know, about maybe in the past giving too much of your resources, if that's a concern that you have, then that's where boundaries come in. And boundaries is a tool that we all should be implementing in order to protect our feminine energy. Boundaries are necessary to protect ourselves and to protect our energy. So um, yeah, be open to giving and be open to receiving. Be open to both, find a balance between the two. And you know, make it a normal part of your life. Make receiving and giving a normal part of your life because that attracts like things. Like I said, you're probably gonna hear me say that a lot throughout this attraction and what you know energy attracts, right? If you give and you're open to receiving, you'll you'll receive the same in return. So the next one is spiritual wealth. Spiritual wealth has to be considered when discussing defined feminine energy and being on a level up journey. Because spiritual, without the spiritual part, without the part where you're, and I'm not saying this has to be religious in, in a sense, you know, and I'm not telling you what you need to believe in order to believe, because that's totally up to you. But I think that if we're talking about energy and we're talking about an internal shift in your feminine energy, it's hard to do that without talking about your spirit and, you know, your soul and your and your mindset around that. So I think that spiritual wealth is um, important and it is wealth, your spirituality, your gaining wisdom is an important part of your wealth as a whole and as well as your feminine level of journey. And I talk more about the five parts of wealth in my Feminine Fortune Workshop. Uh, if you're interested in the Feminine Fortune Workshop, I'll, I'll leave. It's not open right now, but um, we do have 
uh, wait list. You can sign up for that and find out when we're um, going to have our next class, which should be sometime in the next couple months, hopefully. So, um, yeah, if you want to learn more about that, go ahead and check the description and you can get more information. So number five, my fifth uh, myth is that leveling up is not about getting a man. It's about becoming more of your ideal self. Now, I'm not going to lie. I love the content that I'm seeing when people are talking about, you know, relationships. I feel like that because we, we don't, we hadn't really had quality content around relationship and really like that was beyond like surface level. I'm happy that we're having that kind of conversation now. But when we're talking about when we're mixing femininity and like really getting back to our feminine selves and we <clears throat> talk about that in connection to getting a man, it kind of hurts the process. Because if women are only wanting to get to become more feminine so they can get a man, that's not going to be beneficial to you. If that's the only reason why you want to be more feminine, then you're kind of setting yourself up to to live in a gilded cage in a sense. And you don't you don't want that. Like that is like self-harm <laughs> to me. Like when I look at that, when I look at women who just want to do this just so they can get a man, like that's like wanting to get plastic surgery so you can keep your man or get a man or or make your man happy. Like there's 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 never a reason to just do something just for a man. Like you should want to do this for yourself. And it's really about becoming more of your ideal self. Feminine energy is about the self. It is about healing and shifting the mindset of the self. Yeah, I just think women, I'm not saying that you shouldn't want what you want. And I'm not saying, as I give all these myths, I'm not saying you shouldn't want any of these things. I'm not saying you shouldn't want to be hyperkmist. I'm not saying you shouldn't want to uh, get a man. I'm not saying that you shouldn't want to receive or any of those things. You should want all of those things. But your femininity, your feminine energy, getting in touch with your true feminine self should not be contingent upon these things. Or, you know, these things shouldn't be the... Number six, masculine energy is not bad. <laughs> so some of the information I'm saying is that women are saying you need to remove all of your masculine energy. You need to stop being so masculine and you need to be feminine only. And that is not the truth. As women, on, as women who listen to this podcast, you're listening because you want to become a more feminine, dominant woman, right? You want your, and, and I use those terms purposefully when I talk about masculine dominant and feminine dominant, because all people have both men and women, right? You want, if you want your man to be able to listen to you and hear your feelings and, 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 and those type of things, you're like, you may not want him to be your girlfriend, but you want him to be able to acknowledge your feelings. Guess what? That's going to take some of his feminine energy to do. And I'm not, and even if he's the most masculine man, you know, that doesn't mean that he shouldn't have some, there isn't some qualities in him that you need in order to find that balance. If you're a woman who, you know, wants to run a business or wants to work, or, you know, even if you don't want to work uh, and you want to uh, sit on 
boards and charities, be a philanthropist, those things require some masculine traits. They do. <laughs> and so, so I think we need to focus on maintaining flow, which is a feminine trait, right? We want to create a flow in our lives that allow us to flow in and out of both. Now, I, I am a feminine dominant woman, and I know that most of the women who are listening to this podcast want to be that as well. But I feel like the fact that I'm even sitting here doing a podcast and I'm not, you know, and my kids are not sitting next to me. I'm not sitting here parenting right now. I'm not sitting here taking care of my man right now. I'm sitting here with you guys doing a podcast, right? Recording a podcast. I'm going to edit this podcast. I'm going to put this podcast up and that's work, you know? That is a, a kind of work. That is a kind of process. That is a kind of uh, strategy that I'm doing. And that is me using parts of my masculine mind mindset. So I think that we have to uh, be careful when people talk using terms like masculinas and, you know, all those things. Like, do you want to be a woman who's who's aggressive? Like, that's not even masculine. Honestly, aggression is not a masculine trait. Aggression is a wounded masculine trait. So let's be clear. A man who shows aggression, that's not masculine. A man who's assertive is masculine, right? A man that knows how to, you know, walk into a room and his energy commands your attention and commands that he's not somebody to be messed with. <laughs> that is masculine, right? Not him puffing his chest out and being aggressive with you. Is shown. That's a wounded masculine man. That's a man that needs feels like he needs to be that way in order to to have respect. And so a woman doing that is is just as wounded, <laughs> right? So you know, I don't think that that's healthy either. I don't think we need to be walking around, you know, wounded. So when we use the terms masculina, it's kind of like, you know. If we're not being clear on what we mean by that, um, and I'm speaking for the people who are, you know, teaching this content, I think that when we do that and we're not being clear on how we're defining it, it makes for people who are learning to be confused and think that being masculine, any masculine trait is, is bad to have. And they're going to always feel uh, unfulfilled. They're going to feel like they're not accepting a part of themselves because all of us have masculine and feminine in us, right? And like I said, most of, most of us listening want to be feminine dominant women and we want to attract masculine dominant. So I think that, you know, do read some more about this. I think that it's something to really look into because um, it's hard for me to just give all the details about this in, uh, in this one snippet of this podcast. But um, yeah, it's, it's not always a bad thing. All right. So number seven, the feminine journey is not for, is not just for cisgendered women. Now, 
there's been a bit of debate or I don't know if it's necessarily a debate, but there's been some people online who have who have pointed this out. And I think it's important to say, um, as a cisgendered woman, I create content for other cisgendered women. I try to make the content non-specific for the most part, but I know that uh, my language and the words that I use are going to speak more to other cisgendered women. And my experience, what I am, the experience that I'm teaching from is from that of cis, of a cisgender woman who has coached other cisgender women. So while I do think that it's important for the conversation to not just be for cisgender women, I myself may not be the person who can create the content for everyone because I don't have that kind of um, life experience to share. What I mean by that, well, the reason why I'm saying that is because I think that's important for, for you know, trans women and even feminine dominant men to create content for their communities respectively because um, we all can't speak to everyone. Like I'm where I'm creating content is for what I know and for the, for the people who are similar to me and, you know, the people who are in my community, right? So I think that it's important for there to be different voices. I don't think that the, that the, that the content that we see online should only be just for cisgender women. I feel like we should, we should see more channels on YouTube, more podcasts and, you know, more social media content around for, for all communities who want to learn more about their feminine energy. I am all for that. And I support that completely. Um, but I know that every person cannot create content for the whole. I feel like the content will, will get the information probably wouldn't be the best quality if I tried to make it for everyone because I don't just I don't have that full spectrum of expertise to to do to create content for every single person. Um, and that's why I'm I encourage, you know, for those who may be listening who, you know, are from trans communities or men who may be listening to this content, that you, I encourage you to, you know, as you learn, create that content for your community as well and share the information and the knowledge that you're learning. So um, I am very much for that. And I think that we need to um, be more inclusive in this discussion of the feminine journey. So we're at number eight and number eight is that there isn't a one size fits all to this journey. So a lot of what I'm seeing is that like women are saying, oh, you have to do this, that, and this, do it like this. Don't do this in order to be more feminine, <laughs> in order to achieve this level up way. You have, your hair has to look like this. You have to wear your makeup like this. Don't wear your lashes too long. Don't wear your lips, your makeup too bright. Um, wear these type of fabrics and don't wear ever wear sweatpants. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, you know, and, and honestly, I just feel like for years, people have been making fashion and beauty content on YouTube. And so there's so many brands and YouTubers who do this kind of, that kind of content. Right. And it's so saturated that it's almost like people who, who wanted to do that content have found a new way to do it. 
by talking about femininity because femininity is such a hot topic on YouTube. So like, let's talk about fashion and beauty, but let's talk about it under femininity so more people will watch. I feel like it's just for clicks because at the same, at, at, because to believe that you have to do all these things in order to be feminine, are we trying to be doppelgangers of each other? Like, are we just trying to look like, look the same and, <laughs> you know, just present ourselves at the same? I think that's ridiculous. You know, or you have to talk with a very soft voice. You know, you want it, you want your voice to be seductive. And I'm not saying seduction is, doesn't play a part. I'm even going to do a, a, a pocket episode about seduction. So I'm not saying those things don't matter. But, and, and I'm not saying those things aren't fun and exciting and, and you know, a, a way to play, which is an expression of your feminine energy, for sure. But to say that if you do not do these things, you aren't feminine, that's just... uh. That, um, you almost sound like a marketer to, that you're trying to like get me. Hey, if you don't do these things, you, you're not going to be as feminine as you want to be. Here, come buy my thing. Like, that's what it feels like to me. It feels salesy. It feels pitchy. It feels scammy. And I, and I hate to hear it and to see it. So, no, that's not true. There isn't a one size fits all to this process. There isn't a one size fits all. We're talking about you and your life and your journey and you healing the self. No one can tell you how to exactly how to do that down to the nitty gritty of what kind of sweat, what and what not to wear, you know, and how to, to wear your hair. Like that's ridiculous. So we're going to teach women how to, how to be more feminine, but hate themselves. Like, come on. That's no. So I'm, I'm very passionate about that, <laughs> that one tip. <laughs> Clearly you can see because it's just bizarre to believe that that's the way it should be. And I'm not here for it. Which brings me to my next point, And that's number nine, that everyone with a camera or a mic is not a guru. And it's important for all of you who are listening under the sound of my voice to do your due diligence, do your research, find out more about these people, find out more about, you know, what they're um, talking about or, or watch them for a while. Watch for a while before you commit to their way of thinking, because there are a lot of people who have created content who I've started, who I started watching was like, you know, well, you know, I think this, I think they're really onto something that, you know, I'm really liking this content. And then as you keep watching, you know, certain things start to come out and you're just like, oh, I don't know about that. Like when you, when you get that, trust that, right? Do your due diligence figure out what exactly, you know, these people are about and what they're talking about. Do your own research. Don't just be dependent on what you hear. Don't just believe everything that's being said and being told to you. So the last piece is not necessarily a myth in a sense. It's more of a tool to help you um, dispel these myths for yourself as they come up in your own life. And that well, that tool is knowing how to trust your intuition, right? I think that your intuition will tell you a lot about, you know, who you should trust, what information you should trust. And if the vibe and the energy isn't right, trust yourself on that. I mean, when you see a lot of this content out here, you know, if it doesn't feel right, trust that 
trust that it may not be right. You know, and that means for everybody. And I speak about myself in the sense that, you know, if you're listening to this right now and you feel like, you know what, I don't know. I don't know if this is the right uh, person for me. I'm all, I'm okay with that because I feel like everybody's not going to be for everyone. And the sooner we can get to a place where we believe that and trust that, you know, and accept that, that everybody's not going to agree with us. Everybody's not going to, you know, like what we have to say. Everybody's going to like, not going to like the choices that we make or the lifestyle that we live. And some of it will be that they just don't agree. And some of it will be that they just hating on it, whatever. But either way, we need to learn to trust ourselves. And that is the most important thing. That is the most important tool. And once you've gotten to a place where you trust your intuition, I promise you, my friend, you have already leveled up. So that's all that I have for this episode. Um, as usual, I speak directly to women. So that is who I'm who I addressed here. But again, I'm not debating who's right or wrong between black men and black women. I honestly feel that what started off with good intentions from both parties to help and educate their audience about being um, more feminine or more masculine has become divisive, sexist, manipulative, and frankly, unproductive. There are a few people who I believe are really trying to help their community in a positive way. And I support that even if I don't agree with all of their content. I do believe that it's needed, but to expect everything out there to be to our liking is a waste of time. I actually watched a video today from men who seem to have a more inclusive perspective to some of the problematic content out there by men. And I and I'll link that in the description for you to check out if you want. Um, because I thought that, you know, they kind of, it was interesting that I was recording this podcast today and then I just happened to see this video because I didn't plan to um, include this link. But I, but I, you know, just to kind of give a perspective of on the other end um, and show some men who are actually holding other men accountable. <laughs> because we all need accountability. Um, I just wanted to share that in, in the description. Um, if you feel to check it out, go ahead and do so. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Juicy Femininity for Black Girls. Be sure to rate this podcast and subscribe so you can know when a new episode is released. And I will see you in the next episode. Later. <laughs>